0: Hello.
1: Welcome back to what about now? Hey,
0: what about now? Another edition of what about now with Darren and Ted. Our, yes, our second edition with a title. Exactly. And, uh, so I got I got a little excited because, as you know, as as you meaning the listeners, and I'm I'm being very presumptuous when I put that plural on there, <laughs> but as the listener knows that if they listen to the last one, then. Um, um, we gave out an email address, and so, um, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you where because you gotta, you gotta listen to the whole thing. You know, like no cheating. But the point I was trying to make is that now that like the last one has been posted for a couple days now, I think today or maybe even yesterday, it was like oh, very excited. I'm like, oh, it's been up there for a couple days. I gotta, go, I gotta actually check that email account.
1: You keep checking. I'm like, oh, I'm inbox. so excited. Keep refresh. I refresh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on damn it send come on somebody sends me and like I'm like sadly sadly nothing still no but we've only and been up, up like,
1: it's only been up for a couple days I mean the last podcast we didn't post till this weekend um so it's it's been early we're, we're we're recording currently on a on a Tuesday night early Wednesday morning so it's been what 48 72 hours I mean crying out loud. uh
0: since I since i posted the last one or since we recorded the last since
1: we posted the last one i mean when we yeah it's only been a couple days yeah when we recorded it it doesn't matter if we're you know people have to respond to it unless we're getting a really strong psychic audience i think (laughs) the posting is the benchmark we need to look at
0: (laughs) well let's let's talk about who could possibly enjoy our podcast before posting it number one you said psychics number two I'm going to mention the NSA. I mean, they're listening to our conversation right now. I think it'd be really cool if, like, we had fans, you know, in the government. They're like, "Oh, hold on!" No, they're going on the phone right now. They're doing the they're hey, doing the podcast. We hey, got to listen to it. It's
1: hilarious. You're making another assumption here. We might have fans in the government, but who says it's the American government? <laughs> Putin might be listening.
0: Huh? huh. That's it's funny you bring up that point because um, have you ever heard of Five Eyes?
1: No, I have
0: not. Um, oh, not wait, yes, I have. Never mind. I have not to, of five not, to, not to be confused with four eyes, which was my, yes. you know, unofficial <laughs> second name all throughout I, school. I take that back. But,
1: yes, five eyes. The 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 joint um, endeavor between the United States and uh, other NATO allies like Great Britain, I believe Australia. It's not.
0: It's not. It's not NATO. It's very specific. It's it's all the UK, former and current UK. It's Canada, New Zealand, Australia, US, and um, UK. Okay. Uh, like Because it's it technically Canada and, and Australia are not part of the United Kingdom. Right. Because um, it's like the United Kingdom of Britain, Wales, and Northern Ireland. We can talk about that sometime. Like all the confusion between like like Britain, England, and the United <laughs> Kingdom. Like That's something like I had to spend like, a half hour reading about on Wikipedia so I can understand <laughs> the difference. But look, I, I digress. Anyways, Five Eyes is the five that I just mentioned. And it's and, anybody um,
1: puts the queen on their money
0: <laughs> no that's much much bigger because they have all the former ones like the caribbean oh, that's the queens true. on the money and all that's the true. fucking former
1: the bahamas uh, the bahamas yeah. are not part of the five eyes program is that what you're saying oh,
0: no 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 so it's just it's just the five i mentioned us uk australia canada and new zealand for some reason a little fucking tiny country and you think like which one which one doesn't... I, you know, we love New Zealand, whatever, The Hobbit, Nord Rings, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's so tiny compared to the other four in terms of power, whatever. Right. Maybe, is there something about New Zealand I don't know? Don't turn your back on, yes, on a like, Kiwi, man. <laughs> I'm not turning... I'm not going to turn... <laughs> I, I will appreciate all of our Kiwi listeners. There you go. But uh, it just seems like... Anyway, so the point I was trying to make is that they have an agreement... So they have an agreement for, like, mutual spying because... Our government said, "Hey, we promise we will not spy. We will not intercept the data from Americans." Wink, wink, wink. Plenty of loopholes there, because then <laughs> you what the intercept the is,
1: data from Americans.
0: <laughs> do what? They told the UK,
1: "You intercept the data from Americans." No,
0: that's literally exactly. exactly. They have the other four. It's like you have like the one of one or more of the other four spy on us, and we spy on them, and so like the was it the GSQ or whatever the, the Britain equivalent they say is like no, we don't spy on our people, yeah. but then like the Americans do. It's like it's exactly like I'm gonna go at least have a cocoon <laughs> reference, a cocoon <laughs> reference every every podcast because it's remember the scene of cocoon. It's like all right, I I'll watch him, he watches you, you watch me.
1: That's it.
0: It's exactly like that in cocoon with Wilfred Brimley. Oh okay oh god I gotta get this. I gotta get this. Was Wilford Brimley? Was it um uh oh who's the guy from Trading Places? Oh shit. Um which which uh, one?
1: Cronin? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Cronin? Hugh Hugh Cronin Hugh Cronin, yes.
0: Wilford Brimley Dona and Donna No the other no, no Don Amici. Don Amici, Amici, Amici. Yes, Amici. yes. Those, were were those the three from Cocoon?
1: Uh yes.
0: Don Amici. So Don Amici was the one from Trading Places. Hume Corner yes. was the one from, uh, from Jessica batter- Tandy's Vagina.
1: Uh, b- Batteries Not Included, yes.
0: Yes, and also banging Jessica Tandy. But, yes, uh, yes. Uh, was Lucky it man. Wilford Brimley? Lucky l- man. I mean, is how- Wilford Brimley the last one standing?
1: Um, I believe so, but he was much younger than the others. Eh? He just always looked older. I, mean, uh, he was I love,
0: my, my favorite thing about Brimley is how he... In those commercials, he pronounces diabetes as diabetes. diabetes. I just I love that.
1: But I was now, here. Wasn't he only in like his forties <laughs> or fifties when he made Do what? Cocoon? Was he not only in his forties or fifties when he made Cocoon? He was he much had younger been older than that. I don't think so. He was much younger than the others.
0: He could have been in sixties. The other guys could have been in their seventies, late 70s or something.
1: Um, possibly, but I mean, considering that Cocoon was. Thirty years ago, now more than thirty years ago, I believe. Um, is he in his nineties?
0: Oh, I don't know. You know who is in his nineties? Though I looked up Hef. Hef is ninety-one.
1: Oh, Hef is ninety-one. There you go. Well, then our next homework assignment for next podcast: How old is Wilfred R- R- Brimley?
0: So. Oh my god! So basically, every every week it's going to be: How old is? You know, the segment, How Old Is. Ooh, there you go. We can introduce two new segments because I have another segment I'm about to introduce. But now the, the second one, assuming I'll get to the first one whenever. second one is How Old Is, and then we'll talk about the other. But before I forget, i got I to tell the joke from like two minutes ago. Wiz, I assume that when you get diabetes, one of the signs of having diabetes is pronouncing it diabetes. That's how you can immediately tell that somebody has it because that's a sign of having diabetes is mispronouncing diabetes as diabetes. We couldn't get too far before I made that the Speech center of the
1: brain, yeah.
0: Exactly, the speech center of the brain. But uh, like I said, so I got a lot. We can. Do you want to dive right into the uh, to the uh, other segment that I want to throw out there?
1: Let's go right into it. You know what? Let's let's do it while we can because. Right now, as we speak, uh, Republicans are planning to take away everyone's health care, and we don't know if we can wait any longer to hear things, so let's dive into it right now.
0: Is that because all people, people all our listeners are going to start dropping dead from lack of health care? Why? why? Ex- explain to me how that...
1: Well, from what we've referenced in past shows, we probably draw from a very large audience of people who like guys like Wilfred Grimley. so <laughs> that tends wait, 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 to skew older. Wait,
0: wait, wait. We like... We like Wilford Brimley. Am I am I assuming too much though? Because we're only in our forties and we like Wilford Brimley.
1: Yes, but I think we both can can realize we're we're much older than our actual age.
0: <laughs> huh. All right. So now we're getting way off topic. Because I have to ask you, what what age do you think that we are? I mean, like, are we the same decade? Or I'm like, am I in my nineties and you're in your spry in your mid seventies? Come on, you got to explain <sighs> yourself here.
1: I think, we're, I think we're close in, the, in age. I think we're well both in our 80s. Um, I think you're just a little bit more of a hypochondriac at this point. But, but what you, you that have always have been, with... so... Well,
0: yeah, so what does it have to do with my age, though? Because, like, cause, like <laughs> there's plenty of old people who are not hypochondriacs. I think that you're confusing age with personality trait right there.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Perhaps that personality trait just seems to artificially accelerate your age. Um, you're, you're 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 believing I, you have ailments that old people actually do have. So,
0: okay. I mean, is it my love for dancing the Charleston? Is that
1: that makes me? <laughs> that could be one of them.
0: <laughs> yes, I listen to my uh, my uh, seventy eight my seventy eight records, and I. Uh,
1: I think I think the use well, of I think the use of terms like poppycock and boulder Dash, which I believe we've both dropped on these podcasts in the past, can kind of contribute to that age. Okay,
0: I can categorically deny that I have not used those phrases on the podcast. And furthermore, I would argue that that's a very British thing, not necessarily an old thing. Maybe it's an old British thing, but it's a (laughs) British thing. And you notice I said British, not English, and not from the United Kingdom, because those are three different fucking (laughs) things. and, And, and... if you want, I can explain them in 10 seconds or less. No, that's not true. I could probably do it in a minute. I bet you, I, if, you if you time me, if you say, all right, you got a minute, go. Let's see if I can do it. What do you think?
1: I've got a timer right here, well, so go.
0: Ooh, okay, challenge. Okay, ah, I wasn't ready. Wait, no, 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 let start the timer. I wasn't I wasn't mentally prepared yet. Okay. Start over. Start the timer. No, 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 no. no, no. I wasn't ready. All right. I have to focus. You tell, you tell me myself.
1: when you're ready. You tell me when you're ready.
0: Okay, let, let me center myself. Let me review the facts in my head. Uh
1: Oh my god, you have to do pregame okay. warm up for this.
0: <laughs> I gotta stretch. <laughs> hey. Stretching is very important before discussing Britain, England and the United Kingdom. Okay, do your okay, mental do stretches. It. Just say go. Just say go, whatever. Give me a three, two, one, then go.
1: Three, two, one, go.
0: Okay. Uh Britain is geographic, meaning it's the um Isle of Britain, like it includes Whatever is like, I think was it Scotland and England are on that same island. Britain is geographic. England is a country, and the United Kingdom is a is like a, a, a is a is a it consists. It's a larger group. Like it's the United Kingdom of England. It's, it consists of countries. So like the United Kingdom of England, Wales, and Northern Ireland. So it's like so. Those, that's essentially the three of things. So like you say English, talk about the country. You say British. I mean people sort of use them interchangeably, but Britain is actually the the, the actual island that England and I think Scotland's line of course United you know, Kingdom is larger as well it's like a larger grouping so there you go in a nutshell did I even beat 30 seconds
1: Oh yeah you got you got it in about uh, about 40 seconds so it's pretty good it's
0: pretty and good. I was kind of I was kind of rambling towards yeah. the end so, but basically so 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 basically
1: yeah. Great Britain is the island that has Scotland and Wales and England yeah so English is England Great Britain or British is the island that has those three countries. I don't know if it's Britain or Great and the, Britain. United, the United it, Kingdom would consist of also Northern Ireland, which is on a separate piece of land. It's on a separate island. And then the Because other, it's it's the collection of countries. Yeah, yeah, and any other territory territories or commonwealths they may currently hold.
0: Exactly. In the past, and that would have
1: included things like Australia and Canada and New Zealand, part of the Five Eyes program. Also things like Jamaica and the Bahamas and... India. Whatever used to be part of it, yeah. But
0: again, I don't know if a United Kingdom actually existed when they were colonies. Like, for example, if you were to say, like, the United Kingdom of including India or Sri Lanka, I don't know if there was a concept of the United Kingdom or if it was just England back then. Like, for example, Sri Lanka.
1: Just said, fuck you, you're England now.
0: (laughs) Exactly. No, they wouldn't even give a shit. They would just, like, shut up and give us our raw materials. They wouldn't even give you a chance to, like, uh, have some, you know. It's like, it's England and oh, you know, the colonies. The
1: good old days.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good old days.
1: So, if you were,
0: if your name was Henry, otherwise forget, or George, otherwise forget.
1: Okay. So you do realize but, that whatever listener does email us in, we've just lost them in the first 15 minutes of this podcast.
0: Wait, <laughs> why, why have you lost them?
1: Because <laughs> we've rattled off on Wilford and Brimley and the differences in the different... Definitions of English, British, and United
0: Kingdom. No, no, no. See, now, I'm a guy... I'm a Glasgow Full type of guy because I think of all the listeners we've gained, all the British listeners that we've gained... All the Kiwis. And all the Wilf... Huh?
1: All the Kiwis. Don't forget the Kiwis. Because we were talking well, bye-bye, um, so... The New I, I might have badmouthed the Kiwis lately, so... Oh. Not,
0: I'm not, I'm not going to rely on their support, but... Uh, <laughs> I will accept it, but not rely upon
1: it. I love the Kiwis, so, you know... We're, as 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 this podcast goes on over time, I think we're going to have our audience start take sides. You know, there's going to be uh, Team Ted and Team Darren. You know, kind of like uh, Twilight
0: Ooh, Team Werewolf wow. and Team Vampire. Huh?
1: Wouldn't that be interesting? That's interesting. You know who's going to be on? You know who's going to be on Team Darren? People who think Mickey Bass is still fucking relevant. That's who's going to be on Team Darren.
0: <laughs> I think I'll be on Team Darren. <laughs> Ooh! Did I just blow your, Did I just blow your mind?
1: Poof! Right out the side, baby
0: bam there you go all right but um you know the sad thing is we I do don't...
1: actually have one listener rachel my wife and she's probably already on team ted so hey
0: <laughs> all right hey welcome aboard welcome aboard glad to have you all right uh so anyway you all were gonna right. you're gonna
1: launch right into a story and i diverted us with uh with healthcare talk um which is in the news tonight, mainly because. Who cares,
0: man? We the, our riff that we just had was beautiful. <laughs> Who cares? I was was I was I gonna interrupt? Interrupt? In, introduce? Introduce the new segment? Was that it?
1: Uh, you were gonna delve right in. You said you didn't want to wait. You 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 were chomping at the bit to go right into the oh. segment. And I is it chomping diverted. at the bit or
0: champing at the bit? Yeah, whatever.
1: Uh, you were f- foaming at the mouth. You are frothing at the mouth to get to this next segment.
0: Okay. So we have apparently two new segments. The first one was how old is. And the second new segment is uh, good news from climate change. Again, on the keeping with the tradition of positivity, you hear all the shitty news about climate change. Every day there's something horrible with the sea levels rising or the the latest plague because of the temperatures. You get a lot of more insects and plague, whatever, whatever. Um, I figured every once in a while we need to mention something positive as a result of climate change. And every once in a while there is something positive. And I'll give you an example. Like, I don't know if this is true or not, where it's fine. Like, you know, the fabled Northwest Passage, they were looking for, like, a shipping route, like a northern shipping route through the ice to, I don't know, between, was it between Europe and Canada? I'm not exactly sure what the passage was, but I know that... It was this fabled passage, a sea Osh, no, passage, and it, was, it didn't really exist because it was iced over, but I think that's like supposedly one of the things that will happen or already has happened, like the opening of the Northwest Passage. And I might, I might be way off with the term, but it's the general concept of the, the sea lane that opens up because of the lack of ice. For example, right. that would be a positive. Oh, yes. yes. And was it the Northwest Passage?
1: Um, you're, you're putting way too much history into my mind tonight. Um, so I'm just going okay. to say yes.
0: <laughs> okay, but I do know what you're well, saying. I do know what you're saying yeah. because
1: the, the United States military, the Pentagon, has been keenly aware of of, of climate change, and has been looking for military advantages and you know quicker access to places like oh I don't know Russia that we might have yeah. problems with. Uh, Russia and the United States are looking for obviously energy reserves that might pop up in these newly melted areas and they're staking out as as quickly as possible. So for all the bluster that the Republican party says about climate change not being proven or not being real or whatever, they have not told the governments, uh, the militaries of, of the major governments of the world who are actively watching this and trying to stake any advantage they can as the ice caps melt.
0: Yeah. So here's another one. Since we're talking about ice caps melting, perfect segue. Because there was a news article within the past couple days about they finally found the bodies... I think Okay, I think it was Switzerland. Basically, a couple disappeared. They disappeared in 1942. Wow. They were never found. They went out to go feed the goats or something on the hill, uh-huh. and they were never seen again. 75 years later, after the glacier melted enough, they found their bodies. Wow. Isn't that amazing and also really scary? But good news from climate change. Look at that. We're finding all the people that have been buried under <laughs> glaciers for 75 years.
1: Uh, the good news is from <laughs> climate change is old corpses can now be given a proper burial. <laughs>
0: exactly the
1: bad news is we're going to be making a bunch of new corpses
0: ooh ooh wow anyway so that's the new segment I figure every once in a while we could revisit that segment it seems like every week we're going to visit the segment of uh, of uh, how old is how old is (laughs) but I don't know what else we want to talk about because I have all kinds of stuff I mean I have stories to tell about visiting relatives. I have just usual usual bullshit like, hey, I watched this TV show or this movie this week. you want to talk about it, whatever?
1: Um, let's let's start with with family because I, I know how important family is to you and and how <laughs> how normal and, and non-cringe inducing your family uh, exploits usually are. So let's start with that.
0: Okay, um, so we can dive into like the hopefully funny stories. But uh, I mean, in a nutshell, I have um, I had last week, and it, well, like from the week before that until like to the beginning of last week, I had a bunch of family members visiting, okay. and um, like the my parents and my three nieces were visiting, and so there was a lot. Because I live in Baltimore, which is a an hour's drive. Uh, away from dc that means that there was quite a few trips down to dc to do you know to do tourist stuff to do sightseeing and frankly stuff i hadn't done not once since i moved here because like the last (laughs) time i went to all the monuments was 2010 when i was just on a trip here like i didn't move here until the end of 13 right and uh, the last time i actually went out to all the museums and monuments was i just did like a vacation trip in 2010 so it was kind of fun but you know so we did uh, you know, took off a couple of days from work and we went down to DC and we we planned all this stuff. And um, so I wanted to talk about a couple of the trips. But first, in order to set up the story properly, I have to rewind and I have to give you about five minutes of about, I have to bitch about <laughs> Planet Fitness. Oh, and wow. Because that, that, that's, that's, it sets up, I know you're wondering how the hell do these connect, but I have to set this up before we get to the, the family stuff. Okay. And I know that you used to be a member of Planet Fitness.
1: Yes, I I was. So.
0: You no longer are.
1: No, they had an issue um, that kind of ticked me off at the time. Uh, I was using a credit card to uh-huh. for my for my membership, and they did not want to use credit cards anymore. They wanted me to automatically switch to a debit card, which I was exactly yeah. Which I was yeah. not comfortable. That's the doing exact.
0: It. That's the exact issue I want to talk about. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so I refused. I wanted to join Planet Fitness for a long time because it was ten bucks, and they're 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 nice gyms, mm-hmm. and convenient, conveniently located, etc. But I was turned off by the same issue, which was that they wouldn't take credit cards. They would only take debit cards. And I I don't give anybody debit cards, or I give very few people debit cards. You exactly. Know, obviously, some things like. You know, some things that are, like, mm-hmm. part of your lives, like, automatically paying maybe a credit card. You know, you know, but, like, very few and far between, where you give somebody access to your, your bank numbers. Right, right. Um, so I had the same issue, and then I w- we were checking out this Planet of fitness, this other Planet of fitness that was, like, a little bit farther from the house. Um, and we, we we went in to talk to them, and they said, no, they, they started, they changed their policy. They started taking credit cards, or at least... That location started taking credit cards, okay, and that was the deal breaker for me. I'm like, it's great, it's ten bucks a month, and both at the time, both my wife and I joined, okay, and it was it was great. So we were paying on a credit card, ten bucks a month, and and I've been a member ever since. This has been like a, a year or two, I can't remember exactly how long, but it's been a while, and I love it. And you know, not to, to balance things out, I really enjoy the gym. And I go there a couple times a week, and great equipment. You know, I'm I'm sort of the target demo where like I don't really do heavy. I've started to do a little bit of weightlifting. Right. I used to do a lot more weightlifting back in the day, but now I'm just trying to basically just do like a little bit of weightlifting. Not to, I'm trying trying to buff. I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to. I think we talked about this. I'm just trying to prevent the decay from continuing any further. Exactly. I'm not really. Trying, I'm just trying to. <laughs> it's but I'm not it's, trying to actually. It's a constant. It's
1: a constant struggle to just maintain. <laughs>
0: exactly. I'm just trying to maintain, and they have great they have great cardio equipment, and uh, so and in this particular one I go to. And it's ten bucks a month, and so generally positive. Like, with the credit card issue resolved, you know, I'm I am a proud member of that that plan of fitness. Okay. And um, and so we had an incident, a cre- incident with our credit, our joint credit card. My wife and I we have a joint credit card, and uh, we had an incident where uh, we tried to figure it out because like I went down to Miami. I talked about how I visited Miami in the last podcast. I went down to Miami, and I came back, and my wife says to me. We got this weird charge on our credit card. It was like a 60 bucks at a gas station in Colorado. And I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, so, I'm, like, well, I'm pretty sure I didn't, haven't been to Colorado recently. Um, and I was like, well, I, you know, it, it, we're sure it's not a charge from when I was in Miami. And we're sure it's not like some, you know, weird, like, oh, I, I, I you know, it's like it shows up on the receipt as Colorado. But it was actually the one, the branch from the headquarters in Colorado. Whatever, no, it's like, no, it's, it was a fraudulent charge. Who knows? So maybe somebody at a gas station there was a skimmer or something, whatever. So I got I got nailed for a fraud.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, you know, like some, somebody nailed my card. Right. For a fraudulent charge, and so they replaced. they was like, okay, I canceled the card, send you a new one, and so I waited a couple of days. I got the new card, and so I had to, you know, update my automatic. Now I have a new card number. It's like, okay, well, what are the automatic payments? Actually, I think it was only it was like a few days after that where my wife says to me, oh, uh, I got an email from the bank and they notice that you have a couple of regular purchases and you need to update the number for this like um I think Netflix was on that and so another one was 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 my planet fitness. Okay. Steph has since quit Planet Fitness. Okay. Um, so I okay great. So what I have to do is I have to update the credit card number and say, okay well um, let me go online, because I know that when I first joined, I got an email about an online account. I never Okay, so I went online, I created an account, I'm like, fantastic. Go over to their site, it says, update credit card information, type in, and it says, huh, this, it says, according to their website, that the Planet of fitness I go to doesn't take credit cards. I can only update it with a bank account number. I'm like, what the fuck? What? No, they take credit cards, I use a credit card. And so apparently their website, they're, they're still, the Planet of fitness, at least corporate, is still kind of dragging their feet. Right, so like to, to let you use a credit card, I'm like, okay, fine. So that means I have to call them or go down there, or something. Okay, so I, I call, I call them up, and I got one of those. Well, uh, I don't know who the lady was. Very nice lady. She's like, well, I usually I can't do this. I usually I'm not allowed to do this over the phone, but for you, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll update your number. And and it was a hassle because I got to argue with her, and then I had to provide like tons of information. And so I finally over the phone. I was pleased I didn't have to go down there. Right. But over so over the phone, she updated my credit card number, and I was okay, great, yes, confirmed. They still take credit cards. They didn't change the policy since I joined. Updated the number. I'm very once again I'm a happy Planet Fitness, um, you know, recurring customer, credit card customer.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's cool.
0: Okay, so so now, okay, I had to go through all that hassle because of the the reissue of my card. Now we can switch gears. And we can resume talking about the trips to D.C. And it will become apparent why I brought this, why I had to tell this pre- preamble, preface, whatever, in a second, okay? Okay. Switching gears. Okay. Trust me. you got to trust me in this one. It'll all come together. There
1: is a payoff, okay.
0: <laughs> there is a the payoff. We got, we're going to get a money shot. Don't worry. Um, okay, so back to the family visiting going go to D.C. We planned stuff out. Um, let's see. What did we do? So, Wednesday... We went down to the Air and Space Museum. That was pretty much the day trip, because you can spend a whole day in the Air and Space Museum, or three quarters of a day, whatever. And had a lovely time in the Air and Space Museum, and, uh, I mean, parking in D.C. is just a hassle. I did a, an advance, like, like, there's garages down there, but like I did, like, I went online and I got advanced parking at the garage. Wow! I could go online. I could pick the garage. I could pick. I could pick a space. Reserve a space at the garage. Advance. In advance, and had I actually, because when we got down there, had I not done that, the garage was full by the time I got down there. So like you know, thank goodness I went online beforehand and like bought essentially you know got a ticket, uh you know a parking like you know the, one of those. I just no, want, no. I just want to put
1: something in perspective for our audience here. Just if I may interject for a second. About your Uh absolute need to pre-plan so many things. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a man that, while I was helping him drive a moving truck to Baltimore from Florida, absolutely positively decided he had to call ahead and check to make sure gas stations right off the interstate were open because it was late at night. I tried to explain to him... Gas stations off the interstate do not close; they always have the <laughs> pumps open. But oh he God, still shit. made phone please. calls wow. to make sure these gas stations are open. So he has an absolute <laughs> positive, obsessive desire to make sure nothing goes wrong. Pre- but please, okay, so continue. number one,
0: <laughs> number one, I completely forgot about that. I do remember, And number two, I'm kind of offended, and I'm going to have a response for you. I'm going to think about it, I'm going to take a couple of hours, and I'm going to plan a very well-thought-out and well-worded response for you in a couple of hours. Do
1: you, do you need, like, a five-minute warm-up before you do as well?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you got to stretch. You always got to stretch. Come you got to
1: stretch. So.
0: Oh, man. Man, last time I told a story with that stretch, I pulled a hamstring. <laughs> Damn, man, you really you really dig the shit out. when Every time we're talking about something, like, oh, yeah, and you had a striper poster in high school. What? <laughs> Yeah, and you had to call all the gas stations to make sure they were so. Jesus, I totally forgot about all this stuff. But when I'm reminded, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember doing that. But you never
1: know; this might actually put some people on Team Ted. There's probably some obsessive compulsive people out there that are like, I'm Team Ted now. And the rest, the rest of the people yeah. who are like that guy, Darren's a dick. I'm on Team Darren now. <laughs> I pull strong. It's so funny
0: you say like I'm pulling strong. Like like you're truck talking owners, about voters, so no, go ahead.
1: I said, I'm pulling strong with tr- tr- Trump voters. <laughs> people who like dicks, yeah. That's me.
0: But was Hillary, like, the pre-planner kind of obsessive one? or
1: No, you're the pre-planner obsessive one. I'm the wing it kind of guy.
0: <laughs> right, but I'm saying that if you're Team Trump, then, like, we're the Team Hillary people on my team. That's what I was trying to say.
1: Oh, uh, this is true, yes. You would you would definitely be the Team Team Hillary kind of campaign there where you, you'd, you know... Obsess over every little thing, make sure you had your message on on uh, on point, and then get completely and wait, thrown wait, a curveball by
0: completely. <laughs> you gonna... you like completely ignore all the swing states?
1: Yeah, that too. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your punchline. But were we just were we thinking of the same thing? Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: we've got Wisconsin. We've got Michigan
0: it's all good yeah
1: yeah
0: uh Philadelphia or Pennsylvania whatever yeah. Ohio, jeez but uh pre planners it's funny that you mentioned um yeah so did I did pre plan in this case I would not have gotten a parking spot at that garage had I not pre planned and since you're talking about team Ted and team Darren it kind of reminds me of oh we're full circle because it was remember I I mentioned in 2010 how we did a a DC trip. That was the last time I was down there. Correct. That on that same trip we started out in North Carolina, we ended. Up, we started in Raleigh, we went east to the Outer Banks, and then we went up to DC. And it was a it was a Wright Brothers themed trip because we went to Kitty Hawk. We went to the giant cool memorial in Kitty Hawk, and then we and we saw you know we saw where the flight took place, and then we came up to DC. Went to the Air Space Museum. And saw the actual Wright flyer in the Air, Air and space museum. Wow, nice! But uh, but the reason why I mention this is because Steph and I as a joke, we were we each chose a side. I was Team Orville, and she was Team Wilbur. <laughs> uh, Did you realize it was I, it Orville was just,
1: Wright, not Redenbacher, correct?
0: Yes, but that's exactly why I chose him because of the common name with Orville Redenbacher. I'm like, I'm Team Orville. I like Orville Redenbacher popcorn. <laughs>
1: How did I know that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know why she chose Team Wilbur other than she was trying to be con a contrarian really fuck you on um, team Wilbur.
1: She's a giant Mr. Ed fan Wilbur. See that's how uh, you know I'm is. old. <laughs> I made a reference to Mr. Ed
0: <laughs> and shit I never even watched that show. That was before our time.
1: uh yeah, but I have seen it before. I've seen it on in reruns. The name of the owner, really. the, the man that owned Mr. Ed was named Wilbur, and so Mr. Ed would talk to him, and he would say, Wilbur. So, there you go. That was my Mr. Ed impersonation. I'm trying to get as many people on Team Darren as possible.
0: Wow. Did you did you know that on the show Mr. Ed, they, they rigged the, you know, it would make the animal rice people shit themselves, but they, put like, they made the horse talk by, like, they ran wires or strings to his like lips, I, and that's how they got him to
1: talk. I thought they used peanut butter on his gum line.
0: No, I'm pretty sure that they use, like, like great. That's attachments. our attachments. That's
1: another homework. <laughs> I always heard it was peanut butter along the gum line made him do that. But
0: yeah, um, we have a little disagreement here. Yeah,
1: is it is it cruelty or is it or is it peanut butter that made Mister Ed talk? Oh. So, so that's t- that- well, if
0: he was aler- if he was allergic to peanuts, it would have been yeah. both.
1: Although I don't think peanut aller- allergens were that prevalent back then, that's something that's.
0: Come- in, wait, in people or in horses?
1: <laughs> <laughs> in anything. <laughs> to me, peanut.
0: That, to me, peanut
1: allergens is a, is a much more modern uh, problem. I don't recall yeah, that it's, happening oh, even when we were kids, and that's not as ancient as we sound. Although
0: they had them, but but you're absolutely right because I think they've done studies and basically. It's in modern Western, or not necessarily Western, but like modern societies, when you tend to have clean, you know, more cleanliness, is when you start to get these really weird stuff. Because it's like, it's, it's I think it's the result of like, too, you know, you're too clean, and um it's like you're sort of like your autoimmune system it, it, turning on itself. It's starting to make shit it, up like, to fight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, we gotta it's fight boring. something. Like, we're bored. <laughs> yeah. Let's be alert. Yeah, but like, like for,
0: Yeah. Exactly, but essentially, yeah, you're right. It is a modern thing for because you don't tend to see these allergies in so-called third world yeah. countries where like there's poor hygiene and stuff. No, exactly. Or but like I said, even true. even
1: even when we were growing up, I don't recall that being a a a very prevalent thing. Now, also, it could be. <laughs> I'm pretty. It could be also, you know, advancements in 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 diagnosing things as well. I I you know possibly peanut allergies were chalked up to something else in the past and you know, just being misdiagnosed. Um mm,
0: maybe it's that you don't remember peanut allergies because like it's not something you follow as a kid. Like, what's the latest on the uh the first world autoimmune disorder? Yeah. <laughs> I mean Maybe it's like Because so, remember that daily show from a while back with like they did this beautiful bit about how like, oh, O'Reilly was talking about like it was much simpler back when I was a kid, the good old days. And their whole point was they kept going back to people who grew up in different decades talking about the decades and how they there were problems in that decade and it's oh, like yeah. their their whole thesis was that no, when you're a kid you don't give a shit and things were simpler because your life was simpler, not because the times were
1: simpler. Exactly. Trust me, I will take and I was like that's just I will take peanut yeah. allergies over segregation any day. <laughs> as far yeah, as basically. problems I have to deal with. I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, we, we had this so good back in the days. What the hell happened to, you know, to the world? But I just some of these medical problems that are becoming more and more prevalent. I don't recall seeing as as much or talked about as much when when we were growing up. And there's, also, there's also autism, you know, ADD stuff like that. And I'm not one of these people that says, oh, that shit's made up, and you know you know ADD's not su- no no such thing as ADD the kids just need the spanking that's that's bogus it's bs uh, obviously i think there is uh, you know it might be overdiagnosed or overprescribed some of the medications but i think there are, there is a legitimate foundation of ADD for some kids and obviously there's a legitimate foundation for peanut allergies cuz kids have died from them obviously yeah. autism essentially, is so it's the point
0: you're making is essentially yeah what the point I was gonna make is that it's not necessarily that there's more or less. It's just maybe awareness has changed, diagnosis has changed, yes. or even more awareness about allergies. Exactly, that's, uh, that's or both. Or you both. Know, it, could, it could be. A, it's a combination. Or, but, or, yeah. or, maybe, oh, not,
1: or maybe diet. I think our diet is getting worse, and so maybe we're seeing. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah.
0: There's the big theory about how the, the the high fructose corn syrup that was introduced in the '70s or '80s. It's had a big impact, has a big change on I mean, us as we, well.
1: We eat a bunch of shit these days. As, as more and more people have to work more and more hours, you, you eat cooked meals at home less and less. You know? So, therefore, you're getting your meals prepared. And, and it doesn't matter if you're going through fast food or sit down restaurant, prepared meals at a restaurant are usually filled with sodium or preservatives or some type of chemical to make food last longer. Or just uh,
0: somebody's dipped their balls in it.
1: Or that, yes. (laughs) And, And it's just simply not as healthy as buying fresh ingredients and cooking it yourself at home where you know what's going into it. And on top of that, even fresh ingredients aren't necessarily always fresh because the way we farm these days is different than we used to as we were moving into a more Corporate farming, where we try to produce more with 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 less space, you know, we're pumping animals full of antibiotics, chemicals. Uh, they're living on top of each other. That that could have an effect. So there's a lot of different things that could possibly be be causing these problems. It could be a multitude of things. More awareness, more um, more uh, ability to diagnose these problems, but also. Changes in, in our lifestyle, changes in our eating habits, all these things could be contributing. Why should be cell phones? Cell phones are doing it all.
0: Cell phones are doing what? Making us fat?
1: Making doing all the Do sp- They're making us fat and autistic and filling us full of diabetes.
0: I mean, I was a sedentary teenager in high school because yeah. I used to come home from school and play Nintendo, original Nintendo. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So don't so don't blame the PS four or whatever. Yeah,
1: I think the original Nintendo was one of the causes of our first big disagreements as friends. Super Mario Two versus Super
0: Mario Three. Uh I think I you were firmly on the Super Mario dis-
1: two camp and I was like Super Mario Three beat it out of the water.
0: No, no, I don't I don't maybe the disagreement was that not that three was necessarily bad or anything, it was just that Maybe you didn't like two and I did like two.
1: I did not care much for two.
0: I think that it had nothing to do with three, it's just that I dug two. Yeah. And you did not to dig yeah, I did not I did two not but dig to...
1: two. I think that was one yeah. of the first first uh, disagreements we had. I think that's where the division between Team Te- Team Dead and Team Darren started, right? Oh there. my god, wow. Super Oof. Mario Two.
0: Did not realize did not realize it was like going back like generations. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to think to think about how many hours I used to spend after school just playing Super Mario too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh that was time that was a waste of time. I could have masturbated so much more. <laughs> I mean, just the you know, it's like opportunity, cost, I mean. God.
1: Uh but, uh, yeah, no, Super Mario 3 was where it's at. Come on, Raccoon Tail, come on. You got to fly.
0: It was it was pretty cool. At some point, it was just it was just too much. I was just too overwhelmed. I was like, just, eh, fuck it. Just, you know, check please, I'm out.
1: It was, it did kind of seem to kind of signal the complexity of games. And I know you don't game anymore, and I don't game very often myself anymore either. But, uh, you know, Super Mario 3... I look at that game and I see, wow, this game is starting to get complex. And if you've seen any modern games, ah, they are just very, very complex things. Open. Oh, I mean,
0: so a while I haven't played in a while, but um, a couple years ago when like the Wii first came out, I, I we got a Wii because you know, it was the, it was a new and different thing. It was like the uh, the different interface as opposed to your traditional controller. Right. But uh, Mario Kart is 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 really cool. Oh, yeah. I think they just came out with a new version of it for like, the new... whatever the hell the new one is. It's not... What's the one that came out after the Wii oh, U. But, I, like, I think they have, they have a an,
1: Switch, the Nintendo Switch now.
0: But I hear that they have a new Mario Kart with it, and, like, Mario Kart's always been great. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool.
1: Oh, no, and, and, and Mario Kart's a straightforward game. That's not usually what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the complexity of games. I'm talking about these, you know, the open-world sandbox games, the ones that take you know, weeks to beat there because there's so many things, things like the Grand Theft Auto series or the, um...
0: I, that's a game for single people, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a game for people without kids. Sorry. No, yeah. I have my own sim. I, I I. have my own sim sleeping upstairs.
1: And, and, and since you don't game anymore, see, the best thing about these games is they're the games that keep on giving and they keep on taking as far as not only your time, but your money. Because they'll, they'll, they'll give you, they'll sell you these, Extremely complex games, you know that 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 take you know hours to beat, and they cost 50, 60 bucks, and so you go ahead and beat them, and then a few months down the line, you, you everyone's hooked up, you know, uh, wireless or they're they're hooked up through Xbox Live or the PlayStation Network or whatever to play online and things like that. Everyone's online with their with their consoles. They'll offer you what they call downloadable contact con- content DLC for you to go ahead and spend another ten or twenty dollars to download four new maps and six new playable characters and 18 new missions and all this stuff, and you'll end up spending like $100-$150 on one game that you bought in like a year of your life trying to complete it all, and, and it's, it's... I don't know how people do it. <laughs> I just don't know how they do it.
0: I mean, everybody obsesses about something. If you have the time, everybody has a passion, you know, well, I, I, used I, mean, to, I I I love. I used to do it.
1: I used to do it too. I love video. I still love video games. I just don't have the time for it. I, I I was the I was the guy that bought every single console. Every generation had a different console. I bought every single console all the way through the Xbox three hundred and sixty, and then I haven't bought one since. No Xbox. One My last one was
0: well. No, I did the Wii. I had the Wii, and then before that was the original Xbox. Yeah. So I had a big gap between the two. But uh,
1: I had Nintendo, yeah, you know. Genesis, Dreamcasts, Nintendo 64s, GameCubes, Xbox. Oh wow! Okay, so let's. 2s. All right,
0: you wanna you wanna dig back? How far back do you go? So what was I, your first I, one?
1: My first one was Pong. I had Pong.
0: So, so between Pong and the original Nintendo, what'd you have?
1: I had the Atari 2600.
0: You had the 2600. Okay. Yes. Um, I had original Nintendo. Before that I had I I think we had a Pong And then between that I had uh, Intellivision Do you remember Intellivision? I
1: remember Intellivision With Intellivoice
0: Yeah Mm -hmm. Oh no I didn't have Intellivoice But I had Intellivision And that was Then there was the big That was like early 80s And then the big gap Until the Nintendo But I remember we had There was Bomb Squad And like some sort of Pac-Man ripoff And there was a baseball Yeah Oh we had a Tron I remember we had a Tron Deadly Discs I used to love playing that I remember Tron Yeah that was Yeah that was a good game television, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was. Oh, I loved, I loved that one. I can still remember because like competing against my siblings for the high be- score be- and shit. Oh, wow.
1: Believe it or not, one of the things I I do like about um, Xbox uh, Live is they'll have games games that you can download. In fact, most of my games now you don't. I don't even put a disc in. I just download it to the hard drive and play it off that. And then whenever I'm done, I delete it. You don't even need a physical disc anymore. Uh, the only problem is when you're. Yeah, right. And, and the good thing is, once you buy it, it's it stays under your profile as bought. Because, like, I've had Xboxes yeah. crash, uh, you know, the Red ring of Death. Um, but you can just download uh-huh. it again for free. You just remember, oh, I had that game. Yeah. You go back and you download it again. You've already paid for it. But I have the Tron arcade game in my Xbox the one from the arcade the, the, with the four different oh, things. Oh, I remember, yeah. The, 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 with, the, with the tanks, the, tanks. And the cycles, and uh-huh, the spiders, whatever. and then, of course, the discs itself. So I actually have that game because I liked the Tron game in the arcade. I liked the arcade game much better than I liked the movie. That's another point of contention for us: the Tron movie. So <laughs> you're a fan, I am not.
0: Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah, the Tron movie. Yeah. Um. Oh man, in fact, did you see the? Did you see the second one that came out? That was I, beautiful.
1: I did not see it. No, I never got around to it.
0: It was just stunning, visually stunning. Was it? And uh, but was it good? Not bad. It was decent. Unfortunately, it didn't do well enough to warrant a three cool. Yeah. And uh, they were even developing it, but then something bombed. I think the Clooney movie with Tomorrowland bombed, and it was, that was the yeah, that was the end of Tron did. 3, for some reason. Yeah,
1: I saw Tomorrowland. It was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I actually watched that on cable. Um, probably better than some things that do make money, but hey, such is life.
0: So what were we talking about? We were talking about we're talking about museums, or how did we get off on a tangent?
1: Uh, Super Mario Two.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. We were talking about Team Orville. Back up a second, because we were talking about the different teams: yes. Team Orville, Team Wilbur, the trip. That's right. Mr. The trip, Ed, My DC trip, two thousand ten. <laughs> oh my God! But uh, all over the place here. But so we went to the Air and Space Museum, and uh, just you know, just minor. Points about that trip was that a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff at the Air and Space Museum. Um, And then when you enter, like from uh, yeah, like like actually right by the entrance on either side, there's the there's the there's the moon rock, the really small sliver of moon rock that's sitting there, and you can touch. You can touch the piece of moon, And, and all my you know my my family are like, oh, I gotta go touch the moon rock. And I was about to touch the moon rock, and I realized, this is the one spot in this museum where every person who's walked through the door has touched this fucking moon rock. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pass on touching the moon rock, because <laughs> you don't just touch the moon rock, you've touched all the fingers that that moon rock has touched.
1: The, the, the impenetrable layer of germs that have surrounded the moon
0: rock. The, the most disgusting thing in the Earth's Museum is that moon rock. Well, are people everybody? Yeah. Everybody touches the moon yeah, rock.
1: Yeah, look, but it's, are they putting their dick on the moon rock? Rock there? Or are they-
0: <laughs> I mean, that that's what I would have done if I was going to touch it. I was going to use my finger.
1: You know what? Sounds like there's a wager in here somewhere.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not. I would not take the wager. You can, I do not want to get arrested and banned from the Air and Space Museum. I don't
1: want you to put your dick on the moon rock. No, come on, I would not. There's kids around. That's too lewd. I would not ask you to do that. I would ask you to okay. put your tongue on the moon rock.
0: Still, still, I would get thrown out. I would still get thrown out.
1: You probably would, but I would, I would, I would ask you to, to to lick the moon rock.
0: Do you, do you think I would make the news he licked lick the moon rock
1: And I, I would want video evidence Somebody would have to be there to record it Of you licking the moon rock And then you could tell us If no, it is actually fir- made out of blue no, cheese vi- Oh
0: my god Is it video made out evidence? of blue because cheese then you post- <laughs> you, I, I couldn't hear you what?
1: Is the moon made out of blue cheese You could be able to tell us that So,
0: It was supposed to be green cheese not blue cheese What
1: The moon is supposed to be made out of blue cheese You've never heard that before
0: no, I heard that it was supposed to be cheese or green cheese, but not blue cheese.
1: Yeah, I've always heard it was blue cheese.
0: Because it looks Holy like green cheese. cheese. It Let's looks just...
1: like blue cheese. Look at it. It looks like a big old clump of blue cheese.
0: I've always heard cheese. Eh, whatever. God. So, think about what you're saying. You're saying, com- apparently commit a crime and then videotape it and post it to Facebook. Because then I'll no, definitely make this. Like, look at this asshole. He did this and then posted it to Facebook. You don't
1: have to post it on Facebook. You just have to show me.
0: Oh, no. I'm not licking the moon rock. <laughs> Assuming, even even if the off chance I talk to the people at the Air and Space Museum, they're like, have a ball, lick it, you know, rub your face on it, who cares? Even if they said that, that would bring like, we would transition to issue number two, which is, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm licking the thing that everybody touched.
1: Yes. <laughs> I didn't even name a wager, though. What would it take? What would it take for you to do
0: that? That's not even a wager, because if I didn't do it, there would be no penalty. Usually a wager is like, like if you win, you get this, and if you lose, I get this, right? That's usually a wager. I bet you 10 bucks, such and such. I win, I get the 10 bucks. you win, you get the 10 bucks. This is not even a wager, because if I don't do it, then I don't have to pay you anything. So it's not technically oh, I a wager, think it's something. a, I think a dare. It's more like a dare.
1: You would have to get something in return, or would you not want something in return?
0: No, I'm saying that if I don't do it, then I don't get penalized. Okay. Are you following me? I do You're saying you're saying, I'll bet if you say, "Oh, I'll bet a hundred bucks," you won't do it. That means that if I don't do it, I have to give you a hundred bucks. But you're, are you suggesting a wager of that nature, or are you saying that I'm just going to sweeten I the just, pot? I'll I say just, if you.
1: I'm just curious what it would take because I know you're not going to do it. I'm just curious what it would take. What is your minimum threshold? People have a mm. threshold of where they'll do, like, the most, you know, disgusting or despicable things because, you know, they have a price. Everybody's got a price. Uh, um, is it $100? Is I mean, it $1,000? I, really I really have
0: is... to think about the... Well, you have to look at the big picture here. You can't just consider the cost. Okay, you're going to pay me 1000 bucks, but how much is bail going to be?
1: Also, the
0: damage the damage to my future, if I'm, like... I get fired, and I can't find another job, do you things think, like that. Do you so think you would, that on, is you, part of the cost. Do you
1: think you're going to get arrested and fired for licking a moon rock?
0: Well, if I get arrested, then that poses complications to my employment. O- right?
1: Only if it's a felony. Is it a felony to lick a moon rock?
0: I don't know. Do you really think that the lawmakers are sitting around thinking, okay, let's talk about defacing moon rock. Is licking defacing
1: <laughs> oh you mean the, I mean, I mean the think... law ma- the lawmakers that after 9-11 decided to rename the cafeteria French fries freedom fries because they were pissed at the French for not supporting yes. us in Iraq well, those lawmakers do you think they actually would talk about <laughs> licking a moon rock I don't know you tell me would they
0: <laughs> <laughs> um well I think the funny part would be here would be that after I licked the moon rock the security you know hauled me over the room and they're like That's not really a moon rock. That's just a dried turd, you know? Get out of here. Get out of here, kid.
1: What if you got moon herpes? That would be something.
0: Moon herpes. Ooh.
1: You know, we have diverted so much from your story. Your story.
0: (laughs) It's fine. It's absolutely fine because it's all quite amusing. (laughs) Uh.
1: You know, you were supposed to tie things together, and I think we've completely and totally unraveled the threads. I don't think there'll be anything tied (laughs) together. (laughs)
0: it's a slow journey to the point <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is With that
1: 42 side quests
0: um so we went to the air and space Museum blah 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 wouldn't touch the moon rock went to the cafeteria so like my weird nieces like I'm hungry I'm like a normal I'm like a, what I think is a normal person because I had like little something for breakfast at like nine or ten o'clock and then like 12, 1 o'clock, rolling around. I'm like, okay, it's time for lunch. I'm like, oh, we don't need to eat. We had a bowl of cereal at 10 a.m. We're fine till dinner. I'm like, what? Sorry? <laughs> and so I made a big stink. But first of all, there's food trucks. so I'm like, come on, let's go get meat and a stick. I'm like, no, we have to go through security. And Oh, by, by the way, since I last went to the Air and Space Museum, I did not remember metal detectors at the Air and Space Museum. That's new since 2010. There were not metal, as far as I remember, there were not metal detectors at the Air and Space Museum. I
1: assume these days there's metal detectors. I, I'm surprised I don't get out of bed one day and there's a metal detector outside my bedroom door. It's just, it's the world we live in these days. <laughs>
0: uh, well, okay, question. Is the metal detector there to prevent the contraband going into your bedroom or out of your bedroom?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I guess it depends on which side the guard's standing on. Because,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, So the metal detector is usually there to prevent, like, I guess the weapons, right? So, like, no weapons allowed in the bedroom or no weapons allowed out of the bedroom? And
1: also, no liquids in bottles greater than three ounces. We don't want that either. So.
0: <laughs> well, there goes your sex life. Yeah,
1: there you go. What up, Boom.
0: Boom. Three ounces,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, now see, that sounds like a dare or a bet, a wager for you. It's like you have to. You have to. Have sex with uh, my wife
1: before my daughters go off to college? I don't want to take that bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was going to say you have to accumulate three ounces of semen.
1: Oh, wait, what? <laughs>
0: you have to. You have to collect three ounces of semen. Now, wait. Quick question: yeah, like,
1: it, Does can it be mine, or does it have to be somebody else's?
0: <laughs> Doesn't matter, but it has to be. It has to be personally collected. If you know uh, what I mean.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm gonna shoot for my own. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Literally, I mean, your wife can help you out. Your wife can fill the bottle, but like, you have to like collect. And the question is, how long does it take for you to generate three ounces? And, you know, use a measuring cup. We need some accuracy in measuring here.
1: Now, now, actually, that's not the question. The question is, what do you want with three ounces of my semen?
0: (laughs) I didn't say I wanted it. I didn't say I wanted it in the least. You're having me collect
1: three ounces of semen. My guess is you want it for something. I want to know what that is.
0: Uh, nothing, nothing. You've asked too many questions, already No, I. What I want you to do is collect it, take a picture of it, and then throw out, pour it out, and then throw out the measuring cup. That's what I want are you to do. Are you there. just
1: gonna wander around, you know, Baltimore to different crime scenes and just kind of sprinkle it around,
0: you know? Oh, well, so, well, and then you're arrested. Well, we found your DNA at <laughs> <Get> the scene. <laughs> <laughs>
1: funny thing is... It, I wasn't even thinking about that. funny thing is, it's a case of insurance fraud, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gee, I wasn't even thinking about framing you for rape and murder, but now that you mention it...
1: Why waste a good opportunity?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. And once again, we digress. The point which is I'm trying to make, which is... Um, so, I'm making a stink about having a snack... Speaking of semen, now as, uh, I'm making a stink about having a, going to lunches. Okay, we'll compromise. We won't go out through security and come back in. We'll just go to the, ca- the shitty cafeteria. So the, the Air and Space Museum cafeteria had had a McDonald's and a, I think a Boston Market. As Mom says, Boston Chicken.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Yes, the Oriental Chicken Salad, Boston, whatever. At at uh, Boston Chicken, but uh, so we we went there and I just got a little snack and they got some. Everybody wanted some fries, whatever and uh i don't know what happened but somehow i set my credit card down either on the tray or on my lap or something and then i dumped the tray into the trash forgetting to put away my credit card and i lost the credit card that i had had for one day Oh. And then I had to again change my credit card information at Planet Fitness. (laughs) And we spent 10 minutes looking for it, and I was digging through the trash can (laughs) at the second in the cafe, the second upstairs trash can at the cafe at the Air and Space Museum.
1: Okay, let, let me get this straight. You spent 10 minutes digging through a trash can at the Air and Space Museum, but you wouldn't touch a fucking moon rock.
0: Let me clarify, I spent 10 minutes looking for it. I only spent about 30 seconds digging through the trash can. And how long but do you I, think no, you would have
1: l- touched that moon rock for? Would it have been longer than 30 seconds? <laughs> Was that moon rock But I'm pretty much filled with human waste? Fewer p- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I guarantee you that every single person who visits the Earth's Museum did not put trash in that half-full trash bag on the second floor of the cafe so basically (laughs) i don't don't
1: have to wager you anything for the licking of the moon rock i just have to go ahead and put your credit (laughs) card on top of it so you can only retrieve it with your tongue
0: basically yes
1: oh this is an easy bet
0: (laughs) here you go there's your credit card it's right there it's under the moon rock damn it Anyway, so that was the so now it comes full circle. That's that's a little so the really the only other thing about the Air and Space Museum was just that it was just super crowded. It's probably the most popular one, and uh, just super crowded but very enjoyable. And um. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about DC was, the next day, we went. To, so I got I got to talk about, um, the Holocaust Museum. Okay. And now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Holocaust Museum screams. That just screams really funny bit on a podcast. Oh. I, Let me explain. I'm already busting. A guy. Let me explain. <laughs> yes. So, it's not about the museum, per se, but just sort of like the lead up and like it's like side stories about it. So, um, you know, my wife knowing me intimately and knowing how like everywhere we go. You know, especially like weird, funny museums, whatever. I love to make a lot of jokes. So I was repeatedly told, repeatedly warned by my wife beforehand, many days beforehand, Ted, you can't make jokes at the Holocaust Museum. It is, you will not, you will not be making, you know, jokes at the Holocaust Museum. And so I said, okay, fun. It's like making out during Schiller's
1: List, you just don't do it. It's,
0: It's exactly, exactly, like necking. During Schindler's yes. but, so I said, okay, fine, but let me get the jokes out of the way ahead of time. <laughs> For example, my question was, what do you think the gift shop at the Holocaust Museum is like? Do they sell, like, little Auschwitz snow globes? Do they sell, like, little toy train cars? So these are some of the things I think about. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I was generally wondering, what are they going to sell at the at the Holocaust Museum? Okay, whatever. That was it. That's That's the worst I had. Um, you still there? I accidentally hit the phone with my uh, foot, so just making sure you're still there. What happened? Hello? Yeah. Don't fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, thought you were fucking me. No, anyway, so that that's the worst part of it, but I was constantly warned not to make any jokes. I got all the jokes. That, I think I got all the jokes ahead of time. We went to the Holocaust Museum, and it was fine. Um, I honestly, most of the stuff I already knew from just watching the History Channel. Um, but, you know, very moving, very creepy because they had, like, recreations of the train car, you know, and, like, the what the, the things that really creeped me out were, like, with the actual artifacts. Like, they had an actual bowl for one of the concentration camps, like a prisoner's, you know, food bowl that they found. They had, like, a, a recreation, like, or another they called it a restoration, meaning, like, it was probably, it was the wood, it was one of the barracks. I've seen these barracks in, like, so many pictures of, like, all the people stacked in the barracks. Right. And, like, this, this giant... And, like, they had a... I guess they they maybe... They found a broken one and they restored it. like, an actual Holocaust barrack sitting there. And then, like, it's, like, sitting there. You could, like, touch it. And I was like, Ugh. But stuff like that really bothered me. Like, actual artifacts from the places. But, um... and so, But the, the building itself, you know, beautiful building. And it was four floors. And, and you know, very nice and tastefully done. And, um... Uh, and uh privately so it was a, i think it was actually a privately funded museum okay um and as opposed to taxpayer money and don't, don't quote me on that but uh uh and of course my comment is like yeah yeah where where are they going to find the the sponsors uh, you know to uh, to donate the money it's like oh wait we're talking about Jews never mind yeah. no problem getting funding <laughs> but uh so the one actual funny thing, again, it's not about the museum itself, but my my wife. I this is what I had to deal with with my wife. It's because my wife has been to Israel. Okay. She has been to the, I guess you could call it like the mothership, like like the the museum of all Holocaust museums, the Yad Vashem in Jerusalem. You know, it's like the, you know, it's like the Israeli Holocaust museum, and so constantly and repeatedly from my wife I was getting the oh the one in Jerusalem was so much better Oi, oh you call this a holocaust museum <laughs> <laughs> and she's the one who's like not not trying to joke around and be funny but she's actually like really Oh, Yad Vashem. No, it's much. The, the, the shoe room in Yad Vashem is so much nicer. It's like, fuck. My wife is, this is what, basically what my wife is doing. She's basically pulling the corned beef. Let me explain. She's basically doing like, oh, I went to Katz's and got the corned beef. It was so much better at Carnegie devil. My <laughs> wife was pulling the corned beef routine, but for fucking Holocaust museums. Yeah, we went to the
1: Holocaust <laughs> she Museum she was, <laughs> in Washington, D.C. It wasn't good. Cool
0: it wasn't good (laughs) but seriously it's like I don't know if my wife realized that she was like doing this and providing me with comedic material about how she kept complaining about how the other one was so much better (laughs) really (laughs) You can't let me just enjoy this Holocaust museum. <laughs> you got to constantly remind me that the one you've been that you've been to in Jerusalem. Why are you bringing the me down one. while
1: we're in the Holocaust museum?
0: <laughs> Seriously, come on. I'm just trying to enjoy the Holocaust museum.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: Shit. I think we know why she but, doesn't
1: uh, listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know the other well, it's like come on. Yes, the but uh Oh my god! Anyway, so uh, let's see. So that, that was my. Pr- that's pretty much. That's pretty much the only funny stuff. Just a lot of, you know, schlepping about, as we say, schlepping about to the museums. And we went to the monuments one day at night, and that was fun. And um, again, it was this. Oh, this is a perfect transition because I was going to my next topic. Like, we were just at the Washington Monument. I like what a, a couple Saturdays ago. I was just there, and then uh, the, fo- this, the following Friday, which was last Friday, have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? I have not. Oh, well then I won't say anything yet.
1: <laughs> I really want to. I there's have I've there, been able to see it. It's good.
0: There's a D- I'm just gonna say there's a DC tie There's a DC scene or whatever, but uh, so I I saw the new Spider-Man, and uh, I was pleased. It was very enjoyable. You know, I you should know that like Iron Man plays a part in Tony Stark Iron Man plays a part obviously in the Spider. You should know that by the trailers. Yes, however. yeah. No,
1: I'm 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 aware that Iron Man's in it.
0: So. Yeah, and uh, very enjoyable. I always I love me some Iron Man. I like when he pops up in the other movies. Yeah. But uh so yeah, so I knew Spider-Man, I'm like woefully backlogged in the the summer movies. Like I haven't seen mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Um, that I, didn't
1: I really want to get it get I saw Wonder you, Woman. Yeah,
0: I mean I it was really good, right? Yeah, it
1: was good. It was very good. I enjoyed it. It's by far the best of the DC Universe movies that have come out since you know, from Man St- from Man of Steel on. That new DCU that they're trying to create to uh-huh. to to, cu- to counter the Marvel yes. Universe. Uh, this is by far not even close uh, the best of, of that bunch. So not a very cool. not a very. But it's high that, like bar, in World
0: War One. Yes, yeah, it, it does so. take
1: place in World War One. Yeah. I was I wasn't quite sure how a period piece movie was going to play. They don't always Captain America? Yeah, well, I, I liked Captain America, the first one I think more than other people did, but you know, that was not the even the most popular of his franchise, much less of the Marvel movies. So I I was a little concerned that audiences might be turned off by the, the fact that it took place in World War One, it was kind of a period piece, but they they, they did it very well. They they made that transition perfectly, and uh, it was it was definitely worth watching, and she's gorgeous. So right. she's gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I I'm not I'm probably not going to end up seeing it in the theater, but yeah. I really want to make a point. I want to see Dunkirk. Yeah,
1: I do want to see Dunkirk. I just wanted to say that if I have to give you three ounces of semen, Gal Gadot will probably be responsible for two of the ounces at least. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I do want to see Dunkirk. I want to see the new Planet of the Apes. Um, I believe it or not, I think that Planet of the Apes uh, series that's come out in the last few years has been a little underrated. It's been one of my my the more solid sci-fi offerings. I think they they've had in movies for a while, uh, and so I really want to see the third one. I've enjoyed the first two quite a bunch. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No, as in... Speaking of, uh, you you talked about... uh, You haven't seen them, or no, as in you didn't enjoy them, or no, as in I'll wait for Cable? No,
0: I saw the first two. Um, They were okay. I mean, I think the third one will just be worth watching on Cable.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
0: Speaking of... We talked about, last time, speaking of uh, Wonder Woman Gal Gadot, and I talked about my Jewish threesome, Uh, and then you mentioned Glow. Well, I did watch the first episode of Glow. Ah,
1: did you get through the entire episode, or did you just basically freeze frame and spend 15 minutes
0: wondering <laughs> yourself? I actually watched the whole episode with my clothes on, okay. and, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was enjoyable. Actually, it was amusing. I wouldn't mind watching more of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We saw some topless Alice and Brie. I think we saw a sex scene yep. with, uh, I don't know if it was, you know, obviously simulated sex, whatever. Yeah. But I think it's basically we just saw some, some boobage. Yeah
1: you saw some buttocks too but you know it's all good it's all good
0: yeah 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 but uh let's see so what else uh,
1: but else? i i like this series i recommend it um, mark maron is really i think steals pretty much every scene he's in um and i know you're have
0: you listened to any stand-up comic comedy
1: i have seen i haven't seen it in a while but i have seen the stand-up comedy i know he is the podcast king so
0: that's the thing, but like his stand-up comedy really doesn't really shine because he's it's, he's much more serious. Yeah. I think in his podcast, yeah. but his because like I have, I'm a, I'm a subscriber to Rhapsody now called Napster, but uh, and so I listened to a couple of comedy albums like whatever the latest his actual comedy album was. I thought it was thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable. I'm like there's there's one joke he was doing. Okay, tell me if it sounds familiar. I won't give it away, but it had something to do with um, something to do with like. Um, he was having problems with his backed up sewer line in his house. Did you? Does that sound familiar?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But uh, that I mean, the, the joke was like a, I heard that and like laugh out loud, losing totally, losing my shit. Like, but that. like just in general, that comedy was like really, really good. If you have a chance, go listen to it. It was like his last, okay. you know, studio not studio, but like his last comedy album that he recorded. I, I will, Really well, good. He okay. does some great bits. i
1: will try to get that to listen to, but yeah, uh, I think. I think his his performances is, is is very entertaining and glowing. That that in and of itself, outside of just cute girls wrestling each other, is is enough to probably make you want to watch the rest of the series. So
0: he's on a roll, right? He's he's hot right now because he has his podcast. Oh yeah. And he had his TV show yeah, and he's very outspoken. Um,
1: you know, you know, in in the age of Trump, guys like him become a premium. You know, smart, uh, liberal view. Uh, Comedians, just I mean, th- they were made for these times. <laughs> yeah, huh. it's it's yeah,
0: usually the comedy, like when Bush was president, the Daily Show was great. Yeah, of
1: course, of course, but this this administration makes the Bush administration look like complete centrists, and say, and completely and totally competent as well. It's 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 amazing.
0: I mean, I do I remember the incompetence, but this is. This is something completely oh, different. Oh, this is this, this was like is, at least he was at least he was governor. I mean, come on, yeah. at least Bush was governor yeah. of Texas, yeah. I mean. You know, I, he could he could give he could stay on point during a speech, right? Oh yeah,
1: Bush was Bush was terrible and I would take him any day in the week now. I'd take I'd take him right now. I would gladly Can you name something three, positive three years of Bush over this
0: guy. Can you name something positive from George W. Bush administration? Just make me come on, in, in this in the spirit of positively about global warming throw me something positive about george w bush no
1: president did more to try to help the aids epidemic in africa than george w bush and that's a true fact is that true that is true yes i can
0: say really yes. huh what yes. about he that um he did something he did like a national park or something off of Hawaii. Do you remember that one i don't recall that one but uh it was like a maritime <laughs> preservation like yeah. like basically like a national park but it was like uh, maritime preservation off the water the waters off of Hawaii or something I think he did that
1: he might have but I think the AIDS thing's bigger just me I mean just me <laughs>
0: wow yeah i didn't realize yeah. so AIDS in uh, Africa to, okay to this, okay to, there you go To this
1: day him and Bono are good friends because of his work in eliminating
0: there oh there you go the transmission okay of AIDS in Africa.
1: he spent more money mm-hmm. than any other administration to try to help solve that problem so good for him yeah I I what I would be else? I would be very surprised if I can say anything positive about Donald Trump when he leaves. I'm hard pressed. For I was anything. trying to
0: give him the whole thing about because the thing that hit home for me was the whole outsourcing of uh, the whole H1B issue. Yes, I don't want to bore our listeners, but basically, because like I'm a, in my in my in my um, I want to say my day job, I was thinking like. This is my secret identity. No, but like in my, in in my normal, my straight life. In your line of work. You, you, I'm working tech. Yeah, you work in tech. And uh, it's. I'm affected by that whole issue of, of outsourcing. Why what, what don't you
1: kind of explain it to people. You know, let's not assume everyone knows what you know, that is and everything. So what is it? Oh,
0: basically, the... Oh, I, mean, I don't really want to delve too much into my personal life, but I can no, talk no, about the just, issue it's itself. In, in where... The
1: issue itself, in general. You don't need to go into details about you or your job, just in, in general.
0: I mean, it's, it's essentially um, the H-1B program was created in the 90s to, to try to fill jobs that, they, that we, we could not find people to fill. Basically, let's bring in um, foreigners to fill jobs that we don't have the talent to fill. And, these, these are high, you know, like these tech are, jobs. These are highly educated, highly skilled highly jobs. Highly
1: skilled, highly educated jobs. This, you know, yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And say, so, well, so you have, it's a special visa to allow people from anywhere around the world to come in here to fill those jobs that we can't fill. But it was, it's currently, it's been abused for a long time, cause basically to displace American workers because they can then bring in, you know, foreign workers that work for much 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 lower wages than American workers right. to fill the jobs. It's it, it's clearly not jobs that they can't fill because they're actually replacing employed Americans right. with non-Americans. So it's 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 basically a gross abuse of of the, the program yeah. of the H one B. It, it was program. it was meant to there's been all kinds of it was meant huh? to
1: fill in spots that needed to be filled in to kind of pad you know rosters because we didn't have enough. But now it's being used to take over what we do have and displace them.
0: Yeah, and because we can't compete because the the wages the law essentially states that the people have to be paid sixty thousand dollars, and that's like way lower than a lot of these tech jobs. Yeah, exactly. And so like there's there's been a lot of stuff in the news about Disney about was it the University of California? I don't know if it was Berkeley or. See, it was one of the the schools of the University of California, but there's a story after story of how basically people having to train their outsourced replacements and losing their jobs and wow. it's clearly and there's an entire industry built upon abusing the system yes um, where all the all the pieces are gobbled up by these very few companies, these outsourcing companies uh, and so the, bring, back, bring it back to Trump. Is because supposedly Trump talked about he was going to fix this problem. He was going to uh, basically reform the H one B program so that it's not being abused the way it is. And so far, that has not happened. Well, he's fallen so short of happen.
1: pretty much every single uh, yeah uh, campaign promise he's made uh, to this point. Uh, Where you know, what now? Seven months into his presidency, and he hasn't gotten a single major piece of legislation passed, which to me is great. I, you know, I think most of his ideas are going to be toxic and poisonous. So the less he gets done, the better. Uh, you know, I, Yeah, I mean, uh... I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very strange liberal in that I don't want these things, you know, the, the Russia investigation and stuff like that, I don't want these things to wrap themselves up too quickly. Uh, as, yeah. you know, him being in there is... I think always a threat to, to, to us as a country because he is so ill suited for the job and he's so ill tempered and he's he's so so unpredictable in his behaviour sometimes that, you know, putting a man like that in charge of the Oval Office and in charge of the nuclear arsenal and military could have really dire consequences for the world. But I don't think he's going to launch a nuclear war. So if I if I if we take that off the table, his behavior, his performance is all it's doing right now is, to me, tearing his party apart, making the everyday job of Washington and the everyday job of his administration to, his administration to try to get things done that much harder. And I'm okay with that because I think the things he's trying to do are going to be terrible. So I actually would kind of like this to drag out the way it is for another, I'd say, two years. I would like it to be a completely and totally total ineffective you know, another year and a half. I'd like the 2018 elections to come. The Democrats capitalize on that, gain the the House and Senate seats that they need, and then spend the next two years making his life a living hell to the point where he's just got nothing left in 2020. The Democrats take the White House again.
0: Yeah, and then still nothing will get done because there won't have a, enough of a majority in Congress to get anything done. So, it, you know, just I, I foresee gridlock in the far no no. Far a, if future. if
1: if Democrats win a majority of the House or Senate, uh, 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 or, or both, uh, I expect impeachment proceedings to begin shortly thereafter. They will they will push for impeachment.
0: Except that you need more. You need well, sixty votes. In the Senate, you need two thirds, or do you, I think you need two thirds, in the Senate to. Impeach. Well,
1: you 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 don't to impeach, but not to drop the articles of impeachment. You know, you, you don't you. you well, can, well, no, no, you draw, right.
0: Impeachment it, is the truck <laughs> Conviction is the removal. Exactly. The impeachment is not the removal. So impeachment yeah. is the the act of bringing up the charges or whatever. But it's not removable. It's not removable. Exactly. the President. So yeah. And
1: and that's what happened with Clinton. He was not. He was. He was impeached, but he, he was wasn't impeached. removed because he, it passed the House, exactly. but it did not pass the Senate. It didn't even get close in the Senate. Uh, who
0: and who was the other president that was impeached?
1: Uh, Andrew Johnson, correct? Yep, Johnson. Yep. Nixon resigned before his impeachment proceedings began. So true. Um, but if if I'm going to be positive, let's let's try. We're 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 on the vein of let's be positive about even the worst things. Uh, if I'm going to be positive about anything about Trump, if I'm going to give him any sense of accomplishment, I will say that his administration has successfully brought back a couple of hostages from two different countries. Uh, the young man in North Korea the woman in Egypt. That doesn't count.
0: No, that doesn't count. You, you, you bring back a guy who's in a coma, and then he dies. Oh, okay, well, you don't okay. For oh, it, so. if you
1: don't, he also, they also brought back a, a woman from, from Egypt that was held over there. That was...
0: Oh, I here not hear that. Yeah, that
1: was... I want to say that was in May. Uh, so there was another one that they brought back, another, another uh, hostage or another prisoner in, in a foreign country. That's an American citizen. That was brought back, and she was being held in Egypt for some trumped up political crime and she was released so you know i don't think trump was on the phone necessarily negotiating that but look you got to give presidents credit when things happen in other administration because we certainly give them blame so the you know that was a good thing and you know i'm still gonna count the young man because yes he died but he died at home when his parents got to be with him when he died that that means something to those the, the those parents. You can't say that that doesn't mean anything. For those for those parents, for his parents, that meant something. To be able to be with him when he died meant something. That's important to them. So it was okay. It's it's a positive, you know, in the scope of the country, not a big thing, but in those two people's lives, it's a it's a huge thing. I I'm going to give them credit. So there you go. I gave Donald Trump credit.
0: Okay, there you go. Ooh, kind of grasping for straws there, but hey, uh,
1: okay. you look for it where you can get it.
0: <laughs> All right, so since we were talking about impeachment, it's a perfect transition. So I want to talk about plums.
1: <laughs> okay, does, does Br- now, Brookside have dark chocolate plums available now? Have you found them at no, Target? <laughs> no, uh,
0: it is not. It's it's a good it's a good question because, but we're not going to talk about Brookside. Though I I often talk about Brookside, I talk about Brookside Every single podcast we've
1: talked about Brookside, including this one now. I
0: really, I really wish they would send me some free stuff. I really wish they would, because I love me some Brookside. Um, Plum, no, um, and that reminds me, remember a couple podcasts ago, I was racking my brain because I knew there was another discontinued product, and I couldn't think of it, but it finally dawned on me. Um... Are you familiar with chobani?
1: Yes, the yogurt.
0: Yes. Now, for the longest time, chobani had they had the oats. They had yogurt, Greek yogurt, oats. Do you remember those? Uh
1: yeah. It was like a little separate container, like on top that you dumped in, or whatever. slightly different,
0: but it had it had oats and it had like essentially like oatmeal in it, and there was like the blueberry and the cran cranberry and the. Yeah. And the mixed berry and the apple cinnamon mixed in with oats, and I just absolutely adored those, and I ate them every, almost every day, okay. and they were discontinued. And I didn't go to the same crazy lengths to find that, other than like, I went to like a couple different grocery stores. But you really don't want to hang on to expired yogurt, right? No, no,
1: no. Yeah, well, that's that's not like chocolate. That's not something you fuck around with. No. <laughs>
0: So uh, that was very disappointing. And I even thought about, like, well, let me, just, like, make my own. Let me buy some similar flavors and, like, mix oats in. And so, like, I'm still, I'm thinking about that. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about trying to do that. If I figure out, how, like, how to do that, to duplicate, like, I have to make some, what do I have to do? Like, make oatmeal and mix it in? I'm not sure how I would like, go about doing it.
1: Or granola? Like granolas?
0: Well, no, because it wasn't crunchy. The oats inside of the yogurt was not crunchy. Oh,
1: okay. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: It was soft. So it would have to have been like, oh, have been like, I have to make oatmeal, mix in it or something. I but guess uh, so. anyway, so just a an, an never-ending line. And this was a while. Ago. This was not recent. there was like a while ago. That they discontinued these. But um, I'm always hoping that they bring back the oats, the Giovanni oats. Okay. Do you actually did I ever talk about the Starburst gummies?
1: No, 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 you haven't. The only thing I wanted to say. I oh my I god! Didn't this... want to say one thing about Chobani, is I like Chobani because they're suing the shit out of Alex Jones. That's that's all I can say about Chobani, So.
0: I don't, who? Alex Jones. Oh, you mean inf- like... Uh, the oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, right, there's right, right. I know him. what you're talking about.
1: So, I ho- yeah, hopefully yeah. they'll the, win uh, and put him out of business. That'd be great. So.
0: It's the whole thing about Boise and the, the employees at the factory in Boise or something? I
1: don't know. I try not to listen to the poison that that man peddles. I just know that he said something that was demonstrably stupid and false about Chibata yogurt. I,
0: he said they were spreading... They were... Because, like... Chibani and i think it's boise they hire um refugees i don't know if it's syrian refugees but from some middle eastern country and um he was saying something like the people there are spreading tuberculosis That's or something something, something that like find. that yes but uh interesting about chobani and this is another aside so i got a couple things to talk about here we've getting late i gotta i gotta wrap it up but um going to the zoo tomorrow but um not the philadelphia zoo. But uh, the interesting thing about Chobani is that it's marketed as Greek yogurt. But the founder is Turkish. Really? Yes. and so, But that's, that's another American thing is that a lot of the Greek restaurants you go to are, in fact, not Greek. That's an American thing. It's like if it's anywhere from the Middle East, that's kind of like the food is kind of Greek. Because like the food in the Middle East around the Mediterranean is very similar. Right. So if any, any sort of Mediterranean country what's kind of Greek... It is generally marketed as a Greek because restaurant. That's what Americans are comfortable even though with
1: they're not going to go for
0: exact yeah. exactly because of familiar because Greeks are are popular. People know Greek food. People aren't It's the People cradle of democracy
1: for crying out loud. We love the Greeks.
0: Even even like college students with, you know, like, you know, frat fraternity and sorority kids. They know Greek, right? Yeah, Greece is the word. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, g- Grease is the word. Yeah, okay, that works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Grease is the word. Absolutely. Yes. Props. Hats off. Hats off. Grease is the word. Um, and also, uh, I guess accostment is the word because apparently Travolta likes to proposition the guys in the uh, saunas. And the uh, the masseuses at the upscale hotels. <laughs>
1: hey, there's nothing wrong with propositioning as long as you're not forcing yourself on them.
0: Uh, agreed. I mean, these are men we're talking about, FYI. Uh I not uh, there's nothing
1: uh, wrong with that, hey.
0: No, the, no, no, no. no the, the problem is accosting strangers. First of all, accosting your masseuses. That's a problem. <laughs> because most of them are not prostitutes. <laughs> And then again, and then the propositioning like random guys in the saunas who are just you know, it's this is not a, a bathhouse in a you know like a San Francisco. Look, you know. I, look. And again, there's and there's not and there's absolutely nothing wrong with I'm just, you I'm just know saying, if I have the opportunity to. So long as he's not forcing himself look.
1: on me. If John Travolta propositions me somewhere, I'm gonna be flattered. I'm gonna say no, but I'm gonna be flattered. Hey, celebrity wants to get with me. That's pretty good. So.
0: Except that you're naked in a sauna with him, is that? Oh, then, no, 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 because I'm never
1: naked in a sauna with anybody, so don't worry about that.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, again, this is the situation we're talking about. And you know what? I might be talking to my ass. I don't know that the sauna thing occurred. I do know, I have heard the stories about the, the, the masseuse. There's been grumblings about the masseuse and that he has been, like, banned from sort of fancy hotels in New York because of, the, like, the masseuse masseuse. What's the plural of masseuse?
1: All I know is if we ever make it big on this podcast, Joshua Wilson is going to sue your ass. Just know that. <laughs>
0: uh, ah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, there's been... I'm sorry. I I did not make up these stories. I read them on the internet. Okay, fine. Here you go. Here you go. Alleged. Alleged. There you get, go. Get out of jail. Get out of jail free card. Alleged. Alleged. Not proven, not verified, just hearsay. <laughs> There you go. We got it from Alex Jones. Reese is the we word. We
1: got it from Alex Jones. Exactly. <laughs> Sue Alex Jones. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Unverifiable rumors and innuendo. Um, let's see what I was talking about. I didn't even, I, decided, I talked about Greek Greek yogurt. That uh, was going to circle back to the, star, no, the Starburst. Um, and one of the early one of the early um, uh, discontinued food items where I, I was obsessed. over was a it was a I think a sour. It was a Starburst sour gummy burst.
1: Okay.
0: In fact, I still have some. I found like they we were discontinued when I was living in Florida, and I managed to find some of them in like a gas station in like uh, in, off of International Drive, and I was like, and I think I might have bought a case from Amazon, <laughs> and like I I think I still I still have a couple bags left know. that are long since expired. <laughs> And then, like, I opened up one of the expired ones that was, like, years expired, and, like, they were all stuck together and, like, disgusting. But, like, I still, I can't get myself, I think I have a bag left, and I can't get myself to throw it oh. out. I think I still have some. Well, well, you eat it. I could probably walk in the, yeah, because it wouldn't kill me. It's just not, dis- um, <laughs>
1: enjoyable.
0: Like, I don't think you can get mold from a sealed plastic bag, can you? When
1: you... No, I, I doubt it. But if, if you're curious on what your reaction could possibly be, Go to YouTube and see the video of the guy that opened and drank a Crystal Pepsi from, like, the early 90s. <laughs> you keep mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, you need to check it out. That's why. <laughs>
0: Apparently, I really need to watch this video. All right, so... Uh, for, for someone who um, loves
1: expired foods, you might want to check that one out.
0: <laughs> all right, homework. Uh, so, what else? So, circle back to... Uh, I was going to talk about... I was going to talk about plums. We're talking about impeachment, and I'm going to talk about um, Uh No, just just a, just an aside here. We were at the grocery store the other day, and, you know, I'm not too big a fan of plums or, or apricots, but, well, God damn it, if they didn't have a plumcot, sorry, a plumcot. They were selling plumcots at the grocery store. Have you ever seen and or heard of a plumcot? That is
1: bullshit. There's no such thing. They lie to you.
0: Oh, there is there is one in my fridge right now. Oh. It's a plumcat It's
1: just ge- genetically modified uh, fruit called a plum cot, huh?
0: They, I don't. I'm am wondering if they like got the plums and the apricots to like just they just you know got them drunk and put them down next to each other. Like if it's like a it was fairly easy to crossbreed them, or was there some serious you, genetic manipulation involved you, to create the plumcot?
1: Do cat? you want to really know what it is? It is an abomination in the it's eyes people. of the Lord. Thank you very much. An abomination, sir.
0: <laughs> abomination unto God, yes. the plum cat. <laughs> I got news for I ate one It wasn't that good. But I don't think it was actually ripe. Uh, it wasn't ripe. So I'm not going to well, blame the plum cat, plum cat yet. Because is, I don't think...
1: uh, you've never even heard of a plum cat before this week. How do you know when it's ripe?
0: <laughs> because it was not soft. It wasn't like... It
1: was Crisp.
0: It was firm. It was crisp, but... Um, Steph is an expert at plums, and it, it has the texture of a plum. Is that actually on but her business lo- does card? it doesn't look...
1: <laughs> expert at plums? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's on her resume. Okay, good.
1: Special skills. Yes. Expert at plums.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Exactly, wow.
0: Um... So she was she was telling me that because it's it's in t- texture and shape it's similar to plum. She's like well, I don't think it's ripe yet. It doesn't. It's crispy. It's not supposed to be crispy. So so apparently I had a ate a r- not ripe plum cut. So I'm still keeping an open mind. But a plum, a fucking plum cut, a plum cut. You know, a plum cut. Just think about it. Uh. Right up there. You know. Have you seen the broccoli flower?
1: What what, what now?
0: Have you seen, and this I saw this years ago, like when I worked in the grocery business? But the crossbreed between the broccoli and the cauliflower it's a green head of cauliflower, it's a crossbreed between broccoli and cauliflower.
1: I, I, what store are you going to, man? <laughs>
0: it's the one right next to the nuclear power okay. plant. Okay,
1: that's what I want to know, man. Yeah, I, I go to Publix, I haven't seen any of that shit there.
0: I think you should look for the the broccoli flower. I'm pretty sure that's a thing.
1: Okay, I will look for the plumcots and broccoli broccoli flower. Also,
0: have you ever seen the yellow baby carrots?
1: Those I have seen. Yes, I have seen those.
0: No, 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 no. Purple. They were purple baby what? carrots. What? Yeah.
1: I thought you said yellow. I saw yellow.
0: No, I did. I did, and I corrected myself. I'm pretty sure they were purple.
1: You're going to the wrong fucking store, dude. <laughs> You're just going to the wrong. Phone. Or my.
0: Or am I going to the right stuff? I don't
1: know. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Alright. <laughs> Shit. Uh. Um, so that's it. So the only other thing I had was just that in my my weekly or not weekly, my my regular update about uh, Marvel and Netflix. Finish Jessica Jones, start halfway through Daredevil.
1: Okay. And what did you think of Jessica Jones?
0: Very good, very yes. good. Daredevil's good too. I'm really it. Oh, enjoyed the Daredevil's
1: Daredevil. good. Don't get me wrong. Season one's better than season two. That first episode of Daredevil, that fight scene in the hallway, got me hooked on the on the whole Marvel.
0: Uh, we just watched the episode with Stick. That was yeah. great.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Scott Glenn's good as, as, in the Very character. Good. So, you know, you'll enjoy Daredevil. I, I think season one's a little stronger than season two. Um, although season two brings in the Punisher. So if you're a Punisher fan, you're going to like that. Um, but, yeah, I, overall... Uh, I, the only one I, I have again I haven't finished Iron Fist I'm, I'm kind of slow on it I've watched the first three episodes and it's just not really grabbing me it's not bad really yeah huh? but it's not grabbing All me right. so but I'm I'm going to finish it yeah. Defenders drops next month so I, I want to be caught up by time to, yeah you know, yeah
0: so we're we're still behind but that's okay we'll eventually catch up to the Defenders we have yeah. am I supposed to watch season two of Daredevil for the Defenders I guess I probably I would yeah I would
1: I would get both of them. Yeah. Done. Okay. And I,
0: but there's no there's only a season there's only a season 1 of the other 3. So
1: Yeah. I I think the um the Daredevil uh season 2 is going to play more into the Defenders than than, than not. So I'd watch both seasons of Daredevil. Okay. So um spoiler alert which is not a spoiler cuz you're a comic book fan, the Hand play a big part in in, in, in Daredevil season 2 and I think they're going to be behind. I already knew yeah. that. I, yeah, I already yeah. knew
0: that. Just I read the some synopsis about the Defenders yeah. so I already
1: yeah did so and I think they'll be a big part of the Defenders so I, I think it'll be kind of needed so or at least it will explain things better once you've had that
0: and speaking of the Defenders I totally forgot to mention but they brought I guess yeah this is an important piece of information that has nothing to do with Defenders they brought back the Starburst Sour Gummy Burst
1: they brought them back
0: yeah they, they brought them back
1: they brought them back
0: it's the first one in the long line where they actually brought them back. Because you can go to the store now, and they're, but they're, slight, they're not the same. They're slightly different. They're square instead of circular. And they're not. So they're a little bit different. But they brought back the sour gummies, the Starburst, in a modified form. They brought them back. So there is hope. As long as there's life, there's hope. As
1: long as there's Starburst sour gummies, there's hope.
0: <laughs> yes. And so since we're on a positive positivity kick for this podcast, the positive thing is said. they came back with the Starburst Sour Gummies. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the Lipton's or the Chobani will come back.
1: Maybe. Maybe. You never know. Although I think you can yeah. write out your, uh, your your Brookside Mango. I don't think you ever can get those again.
0: No, I can still buy them from Japan. Oh, know?
1: yes. Never mind.
0: They're like fucking $20 <laughs> a pack. <laughs> No, they're still they still Liptons are dead. Just I've accepted that. I still, you know, I still have since where we started. I still have two or three in the uh, in the fridge.
1: I'm just waiting for them to re-release C3PO cereal.
0: By the way, um, I just remembered another tidbit regarding my uh, family visiting last week. What's that? Is that. I busted my niece in the garage, looking through the uh, all the stuff in the garage, because I have some stuff in the garage fridge, including my Liptons. Uh-huh. And I bust I busted her with the Lipton in her hand. It was the peach one. <laughs> I found her getting ready to open the singular peach one. I'm like, and I freaked. out. What are you doing? Oh my god! It's like, and then like I really you know I really like my nieces, so I was gonna even let her have one of the raspberry ones, but. I had, there was a, there was an interrogation process, like, you have to understand what you're doing. You can't just, oh, look, a lovely drink, I'm going to drink, I was like, hold on, do you understand what you're about to do, that this is discontinued, and did you really like them? And if you pass the test, I will allow you to have one, because you're my niece and I love you.
1: You know what your niece determined that day? She determined that she's on Team Darren, that's what she determined.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. And she didn't even know it.
1: She didn't even know it.
0: <laughs> but she was like, she saw me freaking out. She's like, the fuck it, I'm not going to drink the leptin. <laughs> like, you don't understand what you were just about to My do.
1: My uncle's a freak. I'm going to stop now.
0: <laughs> look, look, I'll just have a, whatever, a, a Minute Maid, Diet Minute made or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, all these tidbits. I keep forgetting. But, uh... Oh, shit. What about now? What about now? Well,
1: I think that sounds like a good stopping off point. Um, it
0: is, because let me, let me take a little quick peek at the recorder, because the backlight is turned off, and then it's going to make noise. I'm going to have to edit out the picking up, so you just talk for a second while I pick up the recorder. I'm going to edit this
1: Okay. Out. Well, uh, since this is the end of another episode of What About Now, um, maybe we should drop the email address for more time.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, it's very yes. good. Yeah, because I, I just looked at the recorder. We're at a, an hour 40. It's good because, um, yeah, because I have to, two o'clock's my cutoff for sleep because i got to get up. But uh, an hour 40, that's another good one. Yeah. Another good one. And um, you're right. Just as a reminder, if you haven't listened to the last one, if you haven't listened to the last one, we're, we're a little bit disappointed in you. But we're glad you're listening to this yes, one.
1: Yes, and you can email us at...
0: And... Uh, we're still listening. We're still looking for a uh, uh, platinum listener, listener prime, whatever we call it. And just basically just drop us an email at darinandted at gmail.com. D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail.com with the phrase smashed cauliflower. And then you become, if well, if you're the first one to do this, because it'd be kind of amusing if, like, next week we get, like, Ten emails all <laughs> the same day. But well, you know what? I'm, for the first one, you become our... I'm
1: going to add a second phrase that pays. What? If you miss the other one and Ooh. you didn't get smashed cauliflower, Ooh. this week's uh-huh. page, uh, phrase that pays is plumcot. Plumcot.
0: Wow. And I, you know what? I like the fact that we're going to have a different phrase that pays every week.
1: <laughs> you will win. I like that. You will win not only a premier uh, member honor as far as a listener to What About Now?, but you will also win a copy of Bon Jovi's "What About Now" CD. As soon as I find one on eBay and buy it and send it to you, so maybe. May-
0: do we also give him a? Do we also want to send him a Plum cut or no? Uh,
1: that might not. Might not. You know what? I will find a Professor Plum card from a Clue game and send it to you as well.
0: Wow! <laughs> oh my God! Do you realize? Is this going to be like playing Monopoly with the the the, the parking the free parking? Where he's building up and building I, you up to so like it very well by might the time. Be.
1: Somebody may walk away with oh some my God. really, you know, a pack of sour straw <laughs> starburst and uh, <laughs> some chobani yogurt. Who knows what they'll win? But but right now
0: we're gonna keep I adding. Ooh, we've got every we, week we, we're gonna keep adding. We've
1: got a what about now CD from Bon Jovi, and we've got a spare Professor Plum card from the Clue game. I don't know where I'm gonna get Clue game, but I'll probably just take one from someone at a thrift store somewhere, and you'll <laughs> you'll get a Professor Plum card. <laughs>
0: Wow, I like this. Ooh, oh, I'm gonna talk about giant, giant dildos next week. <laughs> See, I'm gonna start skewing it. All right, what well, can, what well, so, would be funny? So send to our for listener prize. Business as usual. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: Well, on that note, on the giant dildo note. Hold on, hold on a
0: second. Do you want wait? Do you want to send our listener three ounces of your semen?
1: <laughs> No.
0: (laughs) Okay. Shall not. Uh, What if she's? What if they're really attractive?
1: (laughs) I will donate it personally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What if it's John Travolta? What if John Travolta emails us? You did say what if they're really
1: attractive? I told you. Come on. (laughs)
0: I've
1: Uh. got chills are multiplying. What can I say? Alright, on that note, yeah. let's call it
0: a So this episode has been brought to you by Plumcot, by the Smithsonian Museums, and the Holocaust Memorial Museum. And Sour Star what else? and
1: Shabani Yogurt.
0: And uh Wilfred And the fight, and finally, the fight against AIDS in Africa.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And and Hume, Cromen, Hume Cron, Cronin, Hume Cronin, Cronin, Hume Cronin, and Donamichi, uh, Don Absolutely, this goes out. This I'm going to go so far. I'm going to dedicate this podcast to Hume Cronin and Don Amici.
1: Absolutely. In fact, just the entire cast of Cocoon.
0: Oh, just the dead ones. Oh,
1: okay. Only the ones that are no longer with us. So.
0: <laughs> yes. Also, was. Don Amici, was he Randolph or Mortimer? Um, homework. homework. Homework.
1: We've got several things of homework now. So. <laughs> he did win an Academy Award. Uh, I can't even He remember. did win an Academy Award for that movie, Best Supporting Actor, though. Don Amici did? For Cocoon, yes. Best Supporting Actor. It,
0: oh, for for Cocoon. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for Trading Places. No, no I'm like, for Cocoon. Oh, wait, Don Amici, you won a... No,
1: for Cocoon. You won Best Supporting Actor.
0: He won... Q- wow. yeah.
1: it was it was a comeback role for him he was it it was a long time actor
0: yeah i mean he's doing the break the break dancing yeah,
1: yeah. yeah he won the best supporting actor
0: all right <laughs> that's it so uh so this is this is uh ted
1: this is darren signing off for another episode of what about now and uh good luck and hopefully you keep your health care
0: And enjoy your plump (laughs) cat. That's a
1: good night.